Good evening, and welcome to Transforming Lives, the radio ministry of the Biblical Counseling Institute of Garrettsville, Ohio. I invite you to stay tuned for the next hour for a live discussion providing biblical answers to life's questions. Here now is your host for tonight's edition of Transforming Lives. We want to welcome you tonight to our radio broadcast, and thank you for joining us here on Transforming Lives. We're a new radio ministry coming to you live from WHKW Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. This program is brought to you via the Biblical Counseling Institute, and we uh, think that this is a unique forum. We're a group of local pastors who are both associated with Biblical Counseling Institute and serving in ministries here in the area, not only local pastors, but tonight we have uh, one of our pastor's wives with us as well, who is also a certified biblical counselor. A major part of our ministries in each one of our churches centers on biblical counseling, and by that we mean we believe in using the Bible to address all the concerns and the issues of life. I'm Pastor Glenn Dunn. I have the privilege of being the pastor of Cornerstone Bible Fellowship, a new church which has been established on the west side of Cleveland. We're meeting at Remington College at Great Northern Mall. I'm also a certified biblical counselor through the National Association of Biblical Counselors. I'm joined tonight by other members of our Pastors Forum and my friends. We have Pastor Gus Supan, Pastor Armin Tiffey, and the man responsible for pulling us all together, uh, Pastor Joe Propri, who is the director of the Biblical Counseling Institute. And also we have with us tonight Kathy Tiffey, who's giving to us the female perspective in the matters of uh, biblical counseling. Each week we take turns uh, sitting in the hosting chair, so thanks for being here tonight, gentlemen, and Kathy. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves so that the listening audience is uh, familiar. We'll start, uh, Gus, with you, please, if uh, if we can. Again, I didn't get your question. I Tell us a little bit about your ministry. Uh, I'm a uh, pastor at uh, Cuyahoga Valley Church in Broadview Heights. I'm a pastor of pastoral care. Uh, for them, been there for a number of years now. Okay, thank you. And uh, Pastor Propri? Uh, I'm uh, giving myself more and more to the directorship of Biblical Counseling Institute. <clears throat> Recently, semi-retired uh, from 25 years of pastoring at Covenant Bible Fellowship in Garrettsville. Okay, and uh, Pastor Tiffy? <clears throat> I'm uh, the uh, pastor of Cornerstone Community Church in Mayfield Heights, Ohio. And Kathy? And I'm Armin's helpmate. <laughs> and a good one. And, and uh, a Pastor helpmate. Tiffy and uh, Kathy host uh, uh, a radio program here via Transforming Lives. And I'm not exactly sure when you're on the schedule next, but they they uh, are looking forward to handling uh, questions that uh, you folks may have about marriage and relationships and giving guidance uh, through the Word of God. I think one of the things that makes this particular broadcast unique is our desire to be able to talk with people about the things that they're facing in their lives right now and seek to give the Bible's counsel for those issues. And so uh, in light of that fact, we would encourage you to call us here at the radio station if you uh, would so desire. We have a local number. It's 216-901-0933. Again, 216 901 0933. And then we have a toll-free number that you can reach us at. It's 888-677-9673. That's 888-677-9673. This is a real opportunity that you have each week to call in and gain wisdom of a a multitude of counselors for your particular situation in life. If you're struggling with depression, anxiety, fear, marriage troubles, family problems, or other issues of life, we would encourage you and invite you to call us that we might try and help you through the Word of God. This is one of the reasons that we have taken on the burden of this radio ministry, so that we might be able to share our passion about the sufficiency of God's Word in being able to help make sense and bring solutions to man's spiritual problems. The Word of God, because it is God's Word, can help you, and I think that's one of the greatest things that we want to let people know tonight. Isn't that right? Mm -hmm. That the Word of God can help them. And uh, as we were talking last week and the week before, that uh, is the thing that gives to us hope. And we live in a pretty hopeless world. And it's exciting for us to be able to think that uh, through God's Word and by the promotion of it, we have the opportunity to bring hope maybe to someone who is even feeling hopeless 
in a particular situation tonight. So that's why we invite you to call us here at the station with any spiritual questions or struggles which you may be having. And we'll do our best at guiding you through God's Word, and if we can't answer you on the air, we'll try to do so off the air. So again, please feel free to call us. I'll give you those two numbers once more. It's 216-901-0933 or 888-677-9673. Guys, many people listening may not realize that there's a debate raging in the church today over something that is called the sufficiency of the Bible. And each one of us around this table tonight strongly believes that the Word of God is sufficient. But when we speak about the Bible being sufficient, just what do we mean by that? What do we mean when we say that the Bible is sufficient? Uh, Well, I like to think of it, Glenn, that uh, God in His Word has given us everything that we need uh, to live life successfully here, to please Him, uh, to live uh, in a right relationship with Him and with other people, and as well as with ourselves, and for sanctification. Okay. So that as as Christians, what we would uh, profess is that we are missing nothing uh, as far as our ability to bring glory to God. Man's chief end is to glorify God, right? That's right. And so we're we're missing nothing uh, from uh, achieving that end because God has been gracious to give to us his word, which is sufficient. Reformed theologian John Murray says the following about the Bible's sufficiency. There is no situation in which we as Christians are placed, no demand that arises, for which Scripture, as the deposit of the manifold wisdom of God, is not adequate and sufficient. That the Scriptures, he says, are both adequate and the Scriptures, more than that, are sufficient. So, let's ask this question tonight. Why then should a person who perhaps is struggling with depression turn to the Scriptures for help? Because the Scriptures have uh, uh, the answers for depression. There are a number of people in the Scripture who uh, dealt with, this, uh, with depression. For example, Saul. Mm. And uh, by, by the application of the Word, because we, we know that uh, Scripture is, uh, is uh, uh, able to penetrate into the very core of what is causing that depression. It separates bone and arrow and is able to discern the thoughts and intent of the heart where this depression issue has its, uh, uh, has its seed. So you're saying that uh, the scriptures can literally go to the source exactly. of a person's uh, depression in the way that anything else could? Or there's nothing else that can see into the heart or the soul of man as the Word of God can, right? Nothing else has, uh, has appeared yet that can do that. Mm. There's been some band-aids applied mm. by the secular world, and, uh, and uh, oftentimes that band-aid is uh, medication. Mm. Okay. You know, Glenn, I, I think that one of the things we should point out is that one of the reasons people don't immediately think of turning to the Scriptures is because of one of the things we talked about last week, and that was uh, misdiagnosed problems. I remember in early in my Christian walk, just assuming that if someone was depressed, uh, I didn't think of it as a problem that the Bible would address. It was, it was something that uh, was a sickness of some kind or a disease or whatever, and it was just common knowledge that people who were depressed went to a psychologist or went to a psychiatrist or even a doctor and got some medication. It just wasn't on the radar screen that mm-hmm. the Bible covered stuff like that mm-hmm. until you know, I really began to study the Scriptures and find out that uh, there are plenty of causes for depression that are not organic. They're not medically uh, an issue. They're not a problem in the body. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people who are depressed, uh, instead of just settling for that approach only— should certainly get a medical checkup mm-hmm. and find out if there is something physically wrong in the body. But when nothing can, can be uh, discovered, there's a whole field of insight from Scripture. Mm. As Gus said, there's a number of cases. And uh, just in the 30-some years that I've been counseling, I've probably counseled every kind of depression case that there is. All the different labels that are given to different kinds of depression, I've personally counseled them myself. 
And what I did, I compiled a list <clears throat> based upon the training that I'd had and some other uh, studies I'd done on my own of all the different depression cases in Scripture and the different possible causes for it. And, and I just run down that list. It's a list I've had for years. I just run down that list for mm. possible things in a person's life, mm-hmm. no matter what kind of depression they come with. And I find things on that list that are in Scripture that relate to their lives. And when they work on those things, their depression lifts and goes away. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at what Scripture uh, says about these other options. In Colossians 2.8, it reads, See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophies and empty deception according to the traditions of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. Truth operates differently, mm. and Jesus is truth. Mm-hmm. So we can all, all, always find the exact right answers mm-hmm. and not vain philosophies, not opinions, not theories. Mm-hmm. We are working with the basis. Jesus says, I am truth. Mm. And you know, Gus, you, talked, you, you gave uh, Saul as an example for depression. And you know, we can look to David, too, who experienced downtimes and times of depression and throughout the Psalms, you can see that. And even in First Samuel uh, chapter 30, verse 6, it says that David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. And so when things were hard and David, when David became depressed and distressed, he didn't look to other people or to things to strengthen and encourage him. He looked to God mm. to strengthen himself. Mm-hmm. This is part of the reason, I think, why we've uh, taken to do this radio ministry for folks who are listening. That is because as pastors and, and, and the wife of a pastor, what we see happening in, in the church around us, in the broad evangelical movement, is, is a turn away from the Scriptures, uh, where people are not confident in the, in the Word of God, and people are not confident that they can trust in the Word of God. And as certainly as representatives of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ and as representatives of Christ himself, it's, it's something that is a passion for us that we want, we want people to know. You can trust God's word. Mm-hmm. You can trust God's word because God's word is sufficient. Um, you know, just the nomenclature, to say that it's God's word, mm-hmm. gives it a, a different prescription, a different description than anything else that we could use or anything else that we can... Approach. Listen to what God's Word says about itself. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 5. Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Hebrews 4.12. For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. The very verse that, that Gus has just read for us. 2 Timothy 3.16-17. through 17, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And then finally, Psalm 19, 7 through 11, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are sure and altogether righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the comb. By them is your servant warned, and keeping them there is great reward. The Bible makes some very bold claims about itself, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and it, in a world that is turning, quickly turning away to what we might describe as the world's honey, the Bible calls us back and says, wait a minute. There's only one source that is the true and final authoritative Word of God. And that's why we want people to know who are listening to this broadcast tonight, you can trust in God's Word. We can guarantee you that you can trust in God's Word. You'll hear a lot of guarantees over the radio. (laughs) And some of them are false, but this isn't one of them, is it? And I think that's uh, one of the things we talked about the last time you hosted, and and that is there are so many people, both in and outside the uh, the evangelical church, who don't have that high view of Scripture, who don't really think and believe that it it does what it says, mm. and mm-hmm. and that's the thing. That's the reason why we we re- so. What do they do? Mm. The church tries to mix 
right. the philosophies of men with the Bible right. give it some religious credibility, right. supposedly. Right. And, you know, it's interesting to see what God says about his word, right? God himself esteems his word more highly than any other thing. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that as Christians we would benefit by doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Psalm 138, verse 2, Glenn, says uh, that he exalts his word above his name. That's incredible to think about, isn't it? It is. Yeah. He exalts his word above his name. Yeah. I, I think about yeah, it this great way. Great verse. Isn't it? Yeah. I think, you know, if your word isn't good, then your name isn't good. Yeah. Isn't that true? That's right. With, with human beings. And so it certainly ought to be true uh, that way that God is saying, my name, the reputation of my name rests upon my word. Mm. That's right. Mm. That's uh, why the Bible tells us that we should not put any other source of wisdom equal with or above the Word of God. And that's what biblical counseling is all about, the power of the Word of God. We don't need the wisdom of man to help us. We need more of the wisdom of God. And that's what we're going to be continuing talking about as we come back from our uh, break. And so we're going to ask you to stay tuned. And if you desire to call us, we hope you will, 216-901-0933 or 888-677-9673. Please stay with us after this break. The Biblical Counseling Institute offers training in the use of God's Word to help people solve the common problems of life in a fallen world. Whether personal problems or relational problems, the Scriptures give competent counsel for all non-organically caused problems. BCI exists to equip Christians to handle the Bible practically for themselves and others, gently and compassionately, towards solutions that transform lives and glorify God. Various types of training are available. You can come to us in Garrettsville. We can bring classes to your church, or you can take classes in your own home by correspondence. For more information, call BCI at 330-527-4205 or email us at info at bci-ohio.com. That's 330-527-4205 or info at bci-ohio.com. Do you desire to become more Christ-like? I want to make you aware of a unique resource every Christian should have who wants to grow in Christ-like character. Transformed into His Likeness by Armin Tiffey is a handbook for putting off sin and putting on the righteousness of Jesus Christ and will help you identify personal habits and tendencies that are hindering your walk with the Lord. This valuable biblical resource will not only help you identify where personal change is needed in your life, but will also explain how to put off old sinful habits and replace them with new godly behaviors. For more information about this wonderful resource, log on to transformedintohislikeness.com. That's transformedintohislikeness.com. If you'd like to order a copy, call 1-800-656-0231 or ask for it at your local bookstore. Transformed Into His Likeness by Armin Tiffey. want to welcome you back to Transforming Lives, a radio broadcast hosted by pastors who are here to try and guide you through the Word of God in the spiritual struggles and the situations of life which you may be facing. We do invite you to call in so that you can speak with us. The local number is 216-901-0933, and the toll-free number is 888-677-9673. And I see that we have a caller here uh, on the line whose name is Marilyn, and she is calling from Warren, Ohio. Marilyn, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Well, thank you for calling. How can we help you tonight? I'm just requesting prayer. I have a f- very close friend that's in the hospital needing prayer for um, they, just she's in a real bad condition right now. And I also want to say that I've been listening to your program tonight, and God's so blessed. And I believe is we are in a situation here in this time in which we're living that our enemy is out to just attack us in any different many ways but as we stay close to the lord and keep uh, uh you know close to him that he will truly see us through as you guys have been mm. speaking and teaching on this evening mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. God bless you all so much. Well, Marilyn, thank you. And uh, can we just ask you before you go, this is the first name of your friend who's in the hospital? Her name is Judy. I forgot to tell you that. It's sure. Okay. Yeah, Judy. I appreciate that immensely. Might, okay. might we know uh, what she's uh, experiencing? Um, I drew, I truly don't know all the details yet. I just know that she's got a temperature of 105, and she had some kind of an infection. Now that's mm-hmm. all that I know at this time. Okay. And um, that's all I know. Well, we thank you for uh, for calling. We appreciate your encouragement mm-hmm. about the Word of God and Amen. And um, God God promises in His in His Word that He will never leave us or forsake us. Amen. And so that's uh, certainly what we can we can pray for Judy tonight as Amen, well. Amen, my brother. Thank Mar- you, Marilyn. Is Judy a, a believer? Do you yes, know? yes, okay, oh well, yes. Okay, Praise good. God. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank good. God for that. Maybe uh, maybe Gus would. Uh, Marilyn, if you just stay on the, the line right now, we just uh, have uh, Pastor Sue Prant, uh, pray for uh, Judy right now. How would that be? Sure. Okay. I would like the, our radio audience as well to uh, be knit together uh, and uh, in this prayer. Thank you. Because there's power in prayer, and there, wherever two or more agree, God says he's there and he's in our midst. Amen. So we come before you, Father, with a bowed heart and a bowed head. Being, uh, recognizing that you are transcendent, you are in war in Ohio, you. you are here in Independence, you are everywhere. Mm. And we thank you, Father, for the technology that you have allowed to, to be invented, to be used like a radio station and radio waves that are collected by it and bring us together for this woman who hurts. Mm. We thank you for the heart of the woman that called to be able to lift this, this friend of hers up. She cares for her father, but nowhere near as much as you do. Mm. So we would ask, Father, knowing that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that the same Jesus that caused the the blind to see and the the deaf to hear and the lame to walk is is here, is in Warren, is everywhere, Mm. and he is ready, willing, and able to come alongside and come into and touch Judy, that she would heal her father Father, we pray first and foremost, Father, as Pastor Glenn has said, that you be glorified in this, Father. That you be glorified, that your sovereign will would be uh, manifested, and that as a result of this, Judy would be come closer and closer to you. Mm. We thank you, Father, as we ask for this. We ask boldly as we come to the throne, not in our own power, not in our own might, but by your precious Holy Spirit. Mm. Father, just do it. Just do it. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Mm. Amen. Amen. Marilyn, thank you so much for calling. I also thank all of you there also. God bless you all very richly. Thank you. The Lord bless you. Bye-bye. 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 Marilyn mentioned, I think, something interesting, and she said the darkening days in which we live, we get the sense of needing the Word of God more. And um, it's, it's a sad, ironically sad thing that uh, the darker the days become, the more uh, Christians seem to be doubting the Word of God and not uh, feeling that they can trust in the Word of God. And, and so it's good to be encouraged. You know, it's interesting. Um, what did the devil tempt Eve with at the very beginning in the garden? It really wasn't with... Hath God said. Yeah, the fruit. That's right. <laughs> Hath God said. Question. Yeah, what, what will she gain? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To question the character of God. And the integrity of God. Yeah. And if his word actually meant what he said it did, yeah. and, and she put a spin on it, I call it. It's the beginning of the political spins that happened in our time. <laughs> it was a spin put on what God said so that people would come up with a different interpretation, conclusion, and direction from it. Mm-hmm. And just for this application for this, for this Judy, the Bible tells us, God's word, that his word goes forth and healeth. Mm-hmm. That's mm. why we pray. That's why mm. you'll notice in the in my prayer, I use scripture mm-hmm. because it's, it's the scripture that has the power. Guys, why do you think, given given the context in which we minister today, why do you think that so many professed Christians seem to struggle with the very same things, in the very same way that those who don't profess to know Christ do? Have I shocked you all? Well, no, I, I, I think we all are somewhat aware of what the answer is, and it's a discouraging kind of an answer. Mm. The average Christian today 
doesn't appear to spend much time in Scripture, doesn't really mm. appear to know the Word of God that well. And what little Scripture they know may not know how to apply it or may simply um, memorize verses out of their context mm-hmm. so they're robbed of their power. Mm-hmm. Um, and most Christians, when they do memorize, and not that many do, I don't think, but when they do memorize verses that... Uh, uh, are just, I hate to say this, but maybe self-centered in the sense that I need to be personally encouraged. Mm -hmm. And so here's a verse that means a lot to me, and that's a good place to start, I suppose. But what about getting to know the Bible so that you're equipped to help others too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or or to think about the advancement of the kingdom of God? And so um, I think that's one of the reasons. Mm. We're, We're just not as knowledgeable in the pew as we ought to be, about what the scriptures actually say and how to use them. Mm-hmm. And I think that what we find is that not knowing the Word of God causes us to be spiritually weak. Mm. And one of my favorite verses uh, as far as the Word of God is Matthew 4, 4, where it mm. says that man shall not live by bread yeah, alone, but right. by every word that proceeds right. from the mouth of God. Mm. And what we're do, we're, we're starving spiritually, mm-hmm. and uh, we wouldn't think of missing a meal, or uh, uh, but we we eat so that we're strengthened. Mm-hmm. And what we don't do is we don't eat of the Word of God. Right. We don't uh, feed ourselves enough on the Word of God, right. and we're weak people. I agree. Uh, along with that, Kathy, the, uh, the scripture says, my people perish for ignorance. Mm. Uh, they don't know the word. They don't study the word. And, and even Christians, try, uh, they, they attempt to use the word as though it were a, an aspirin or a, a Band-Aid and a, a mantra that we say. And then if it doesn't work, they tend to, to lose confidence mm-hmm. and lose faith in it because they don't understand the true the truth of that word good point do you think one of the reasons that christians don't really spend time in the word of god and so forth is exactly to what we were referencing with maryland's call that uh, we really don't at the end of the day we really don't trust the word of god mm-hmm. to put our confidence in the word of god one theologian says that many christians many professed christians are actually in the practice of their lives practical atheists. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a pretty ringing indictment, isn't it? Uh, yes. When you, when you think about uh, Christians who claim, you know, Jesus said in John chapter 1 where it said of Jesus that uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was, was God. God. Yeah. Yes. And it's so it's really exciting I think for us as we sit around this desk to to have the opportunity to promote the Word of God to those of you who may be listening. And again, we would encourage you, if you have a question or a spiritual concern, to call us. And I'll give you the local number again. It's 216-901-0933. And the toll-free number is 888-677-9673. And just before we take our next break, let, listen to what the psalmist says in Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 as we compare what the Bible says about itself to the wisdom of the world. The psalmist says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. It is exciting to have the very words of God to be able to offer help to those who struggle with depression or worry or fear, or anger, or any of the issues that uh, we can struggle with as, uh, as the Bible gives to us all that we need uh, for life and godliness. And guys, as pastors, we have a unique perspective on many things that ha- happens within the uh, Christian community. And as we speak of the importance of God's Word, what place of importance do you see in your ministry experience, men, as far as professed Christians' opinion and use of their Bibles, especially for the struggles which are common today. We've addressed some of that, but what's the overarching thing that you see in in your own ministries as far as people using their Bibles for these very issues that we're saying the Bible can be used for? Again, 
it seems from from my ministry, from my perspective, that many people that that they're so indoctrinated by the by the philosophies of the world, they're so indoctrinated by the profession of of the professional counselor that mm-hmm. they they really are hesitant to totally grasp a solution from the Word of God. They think, well, I'll, I'll go to you, but then I'll have to see the professional. Mm-hmm. And I think we wrestle with that, mm-hmm. and that, that's, a, that's a difficult thing all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's good for us to be able to encourage people. You can trust in God, and you can trust in his Word, mm-hmm. and his Word is indeed the sufficient source. That's, it's all we need for these issues that we face uh, today. I, re- so, I remember uh, some years ago I was uh, doing a teaching for the youth group at our church, and uh, this is when we were in the, in the uh, school, and I had such a burden for wanting to encourage them now at, the, at that young age to have that, the Word of God hid in their heart because I know the trials as an older man mm. uh, that are going to come. I know the I've, I've been through depression. I've been through the loss of a wife. I, I've, I've, I've been down those roads. And I knew that mm. when I got to that point where I had that word so much a part of my person, mm. I was not. There were some who thought when my, my wife died and that I was uh, in denial. Mm. When mm. I was confident mm. in what God said about her, mm-hmm. what God said about me. I knew where she was. Mm-hmm. So the confidence of the word, and if, if we can have that embedded into our hearts at a young age, mm. what victory and what abundant life we can have down the road. Do you think that's part of what the scriptures mean when it says that we have a peace that passes all understanding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the world doesn't understand how in the midst of grief, yeah, we grieve and, and we hurt and so forth, but through it all, we have a peace that passes understanding. Understandably, we should be, you know, quote-unquote, freaking out. <laughs> but by the source of the Word of God and the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we have a peace that passes all understanding. What a, what a great promise we have as believers in the Word of God. And I think one of the, the ways that that happens, Glenn, is what you, what you read there in Psalm 1 about and in his law, he meditates day and night. I think primarily what a lot of Christians do is that we read, just like Joe said, you know, a, a scripture that makes us feel good, that we can just keep saying over and over again or something to, to put a Band-Aid on mm. the problem. But right. the, the purpose, what, we, what you want to do is read God's word so that it, it affects your inner man, mm-hmm. and that comes through meditation. Right. The, the, the thing that I learned very early in my Christian walk was Psalm 119, 18, I think it is, um, mm-hmm. uh, open my eyes that I might see mm-hmm. the wondrous things in your word before I go to it. Open my eyes, Lord, mm-hmm. show me something, give me something right. here, especially when we're in trial, when we're in depression, going into the book of Psalms right. and just get, get bathed in them. Right. Make me ready for your word. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, when we come back from our next break, we're going to take a closer look at why it's important for us to put our whole trust in the word of God in spite of what uh, the world may tell us. And again, uh, if you're dealing with situation tonight, you're heartbroken, uh, perhaps you struggle in trusting uh, the word of God, we would encourage you to call us 216-901-0933 or toll-free number is 888-677-9673. Please stay with us and we'll be right back after this break. desire to become more Christ-like? I want to make you aware of a unique resource every Christian should have who wants to grow in Christ-like character. Transformed into His Likeness by Armin Tiffey is a handbook for putting off sin and putting on the righteousness of Jesus Christ and will help you identify personal habits and tendencies that are hindering your walk with the Lord. 
This valuable biblical resource will not only help you identify where personal change is needed in your life, but will also explain how to put off old sinful habits and replace them with new godly behaviors. For more information about this wonderful resource, log on to transformedintohislikeness.com. That's transformedintohislikeness.com. If you'd like to order a copy, call 1-800-656-0231 or ask for it at your local bookstore. Transformed Into His Likeness by Armin Tiffey. The Biblical Counseling Institute offers training in the use of God's Word to help people solve the common problems of life in a fallen world. Whether personal problems or relational problems, the Scriptures give competent counsel for all non-organically caused problems. BCI exists to equip Christians to handle the Bible practically for themselves and others, gently and compassionately, towards solutions that transform lives and glorify God. Various types of training are available. You can come to us in Garrettsville. We can bring classes to your church, or you can take classes in your own home by correspondence. For more information, call BCI at 330-527-4205 or email us at info at bci-ohio.com. That's 330-527-4205 or info at bci-ohio.com. As our parents are aging, do you ever wonder who will take care of them? Do you struggle with providing care for your parents or a loved one as they grow older? Home Instead Senior Care can help. They specialize in taking care of seniors in their own homes. In fact, Home Instead Senior Care is celebrating 10 years of being the trusted source of non-medical home care in the Cleveland area. I have to tell you, folks, this is a wonderful and value in-home service. Caregivers actually come to your home and provide assistance with light housekeeping, meal preparation, bathing, grocery shopping, incidental transportation, and so much more. At Home Instead Senior Care, the goal is to help seniors remain independent in their homes while providing peace of mind to their family. Caregivers are thoroughly trained, screened, bonded, and insured. Assistance is available 24 hours a day, every day of the year. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-942-7558 or visit the website at www.homeinstead.com. We welcome you back once again and hope that you're finding this program informative tonight. We would again invite you to call into the station to ask your question at 216-901-0933 or our toll-free number 888-677-9673. I would encourage you to do that. In this room, there is uh, more than 60 years of ministry experience, and that's just with Joe. Uh, But... (laughs) I would encourage you to I to, rebuke you to, <laughs> and you should to uh to call in and 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 to tap into some of this ministry experience that sits gathered. I don't know um if there's another radio program that does this. I I'm sure there's other radio programs that have pastors coming in individually to sit and maybe try to address questions, but I don't know that there's another ra- radio program uh locally that has a group of pastors who will come together and and tonight a pastor's wife uh, to uh, to try to to help folks and to answer questions. So we would encourage you to call. Um, men, do you have any further insights regarding what we were discussing in the last uh, segment? Yes, Glenn, I do. I was thinking more about your question of why Christians seem to struggle in similar ways as non-Christians do with similar problems. And another possible explanation is that, uh, and I don't want to to a negative trumpet constantly. We certainly have people who just don't see the answers, as we mentioned before, and have been maybe brainwashed by the world. But there is mm. something in the church, and maybe you men would agree, that uh, that I think a lot of Christians don't think of themselves as students mm. of Scripture or mm. disciples of Christ. Mm. The, the model in Scripture is that a disciple is to become like his master, and I don't see a lot of Christians coming into Christianity with that kind of an attitude that says, I have begun a, in a school of training right. under the Master Jesus. I need to study the textbook. I need to be a student of that word. I need to handle it right. right. Not just if I'm going to be a pastor, but I need to, I need to fill my life and my mind with 
the, uh, the scriptures so that I can then begin to renew my mind and mm-hmm. live a different life. Without that kind of attitude and, and perspective, mm-hmm. people just uh, maybe listen to a sermon, say that it was a good sermon, mm-hmm. maybe read a daily devotional that has a verse in it or something, but they're not soaking like a student would, right. you see. Right. And I think that's a large part of why there's a vast void in mm-hmm. human beings, Christian human beings. To immerse ourselves in, in, the, in the Word of God is so significant. Um, we have a, a caller tonight who's calling from Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, we would like to welcome the caller of the program. How can we help you tonight? Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm fine, I'm blessed, and I thank you for the opportunity. I just had a testimony about the goodness of God and about using His Word for healing. Yes. Uh, my church uh, teaches the literal Word of God, you know, believe what He says, mm-hmm. and uh, you will see results. Uh, about four years ago, I was struck very suddenly with an illness. Uh, they told me my heart was rotten. They told me that my thyroid was killing the rest of the systems in my body, mm. that there was no medical uh, pills, no surgery, no, nothing they could do for me, that I would probably be dead uh, in about five years. I lost 50 pounds in a month. I couldn't walk. I couldn't see. I couldn't eat. I mm. couldn't sleep. Couldn't do anything. I couldn't work. Was going to be evicted from my home, repossess my car. I mean, anything that could happen did happen. I'm grateful for the church and my pastor where I was because Mm. they prayed for me and they prayed with me. When the doctors gave me the diagnosis, I said, I'm going to live. They said, you're in denial. Mm. Mm -hmm. I said, whose report will you believe? And I said, I choose to believe God. Mm. When I couldn't stand, people at my church would hold me under each arm, take me to the altar, me up. And then I would say, God, you are my healer. Uh, By your stripes, I'm healed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is your will. Good health and prosper as my soul prospers. I would just say it even when I didn't feel it. And before too long, I don't even know when it happened, I started to gain weight. I started to be able to walk. I started to be able to talk, to see, to eat, to sleep. Now I'm back on my feet. I work again. Hmm. I'm Hmm. self-sufficient. I'm not on any medication. I haven't had any surgery. And I know with everything in me Hmm. that it it was God and his word alone. And I just want to end this by saying, if you can find it in yourself to just try to believe what he says, then you will see results. Hmm. Praise God. Well, thank you. We know that God is the great physician, isn't he? Yes, he is. And I'm I'm reminded of a passage of Scripture tonight that comes from Mark chapter 1, and (laughs) Jesus is dealing with the leper, and the leper says to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. (laughs) And Jesus was moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, and touched him, and said to him, I am willing to be cleansed. And we rejoice in God's goodness to you that he was willing. Yes, he was. Yeah, to, to give you that which you were desiring in the matters of your physical health. And we know it's not always that case. Yes. We, know, we know even from the Apostle Paul's example, who play, prayed for a thorn in his mm-hmm. flesh three times, mm-hmm. sometimes God gives us these physical ailments to bring us closer to him, and we, we keep those ailments until mm-hmm. the time that we uh, are called into his presence. And then sometimes in the way that he's worked with you, Yes. He touches us and he brings healing to us. And we rejoice with it's you. So in good. That. Yeah. Amen. We rejoice. Thank you so much. And I, I just, I know I have to hang up, but he told me because I asked him, why did this happen to me? And he responded, he's so good. He said, because of sin in your life, hmm. you see. And he said, you opened the door to allow the enemy to come in and try to take your life. And I said, am I going to die? And he said, ye shall live to declare the glory of the Lord. And ye are right with me. He said, I have closed the door. In other words, I was back where I I needed to be. He said, you belong to me. You had no business doing what you did. But you are forgiven, and therefore he helped. He's wonderful. 
Mm. He's wonderful. He, he is wonderful, and we're we're thankful that you've called us tonight to share of uh, of of uh, God's goodness to you. Thank you. I, I did a study a little while ago on that word that from that very scripture about compassion. What did Jesus' compassion mm. look like? Mm. It wasn't just a casual "I care about you." It consumed him. Mm. It was the very essence of his being that he he hurt for that 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 person and wanted them to be healed. Amen. I think sometimes we pastors miss that kind of compassion when people like this woman come to us. Amen. And if we have that compassion and we, we really, really manifest it in our, in our care for them, uh, I, I think that, uh, that we would find more people telling the kinds of stories we just heard. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for calling You're us welcome. tonight and sharing that testimony of God's goodness to you. We, Thank you. We appreciate it. God bless. God bless you. Amen. Let me just uh, address a question to uh, Pastor Tiffy. Um, as we think about uh, being able to trust in the Word of God and knowing that the Word of God is sufficient, um, what counsel would you give to the Christian who says that they have no real trust in God's Word for their own problems or their own situation? Well, I, I suppose, Glenn, the first thing I would probably inquire with them uh, is, uh, before I would state anything, is I'd try to inquire, uh, uh, ask about their conversion, uh, because mm-hmm. I really put a, uh, such a person as suspect uh, that there's a conversion that could make such a statement and call themselves a Christian. Mm. And uh, I'd also probably be uh, uh, wondering uh, what their, if there's a particular sin uh, that they're living in, uh, and uh, what I find with uh, uh, with Christians quite often is that uh, they have they try to live the sanctified life in their own power in their own flesh, mm-hmm. and uh, and when they find out that they cannot do so, uh, they get tired. You get tired. You can tell who's who's trying to live the Christian life in their own flesh. They get mm-hmm. they're tired, and they give up and mm-hmm. they settle for mediocrity, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, and they just go. They can go that way for years. I know Christians that are that way for years because they uh, there's um, they don't understand the power of the Spirit within their life or the power of the Word of God. Mm. Jesus said in John seventeen seventeen, "Sanctify them by your truth." Mm-hmm. And he qualifies what truth is. Your word is truth. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if someone says something like that, that's like them saying to me that they uh, really have no real interest in eating. Mm. One of the one of the first uh, uh, evidences of someone's relationship with Christ is a love for the Word. Right, right. Let That's me right. let me add this as kind of a logical way to address it with a person like that, because when they say um, I'm a Christian, but I have no real trust in God's Word for my own problems or situations, I think it might be helpful to remind the person: uh, Do you understand that whatever problems you're talking about right now and whatever situation you might be in right now that you find it difficult to trust God's word for. Do you understand that the greatest problem of your whole life has been your need for Christ and the need for forgiveness of sins? Mm -hmm. And if you believe that you're saved, then you have had to trust God's word already to solve the deepest, most Mm -hmm. profoundly hopeless problems that Mm -hmm. you've had. Mm -hmm. And so if you did that, it's an easy step to trust the same word for smaller problems. Amen. I, right. I, I like to say to, to folks, if you can trust God for eternity, which is exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying, mm-hmm. then you can trust him for tomorrow morning. Right. That's What's right. harder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's exactly right. Exactly. And, and Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says, Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. If there was no written word of God, we would remain trapped in our own sinful ignorance and sin. That's exactly what you're talking about, Joe. However, with the benefit of God's special revelation, the Bible, we are assured that Christ's victory over temptation, Christ's victory over sin, can also be our victory. And God has given to us our Bibles in order to help us. You know, this this is what I think makes Christianity so unique among other faiths of the world. God wants us to know him. And he wants us to understand what it is to walk with him in victory. And he wants us to know how we can bring a pleasure to him. He's not, uh, in the way that we see some Eastern religions, you know, somebody sitting on high on a mountaintop, and what is the little secret thing of life that is 
going to change everything, and it's difficult to get there, difficult to understand what it is, and it's a trial and trauma. God has given to us his word, and he wants us to know it, but unfortunately, we live in a, in a time when people are casting off uh, the word of God and what God has uh, given to us. And, and so we want to encourage you tonight, whatever situation that you find yourself in, that the word of God is sufficient, that you can trust in God's word, that you can be blessed by God's word, that you can be encouraged through God's word. If you're not in a church that finds itself preaching the word of God, get to a church that's mm-hmm. preaching that's the word right. of God. That's right. There are churches that are represented here tonight, whatever area that you're in, that, that is preaching and trusting and teaching in the word of God, and not just in the preaching, but in the counsel in the counsel of the word of God, which is so significant. And then we would encourage you individually, spend time in the Word. We cannot hold ourselves off from the means of grace and expect to be strong, vibrant Christians. But we can have spiritual victory if we are regularly spiritually nourished. Well, guys the, and Kathy, the time has quickly e- evaporated tonight. And this is a big part of the reason why we're doing this radio broadcast, to help Christians see that there is hope, there is power in the Word of God. My thanks to Pastor Joe Propri. Pastor Armin Tiffy and his wife Kathy, Pastor Gus Supan. Let me encourage you to tune in next Sunday night for Pastor Tiffy and Kathy's radio ministry here, answering questions from the scriptures regarding marriage and relationships. May God be pleased to bless and encourage you this week in the power of his word, and by doing so, hold you close to himself. Please join us again next week at the same time for Transforming Lives. I'm Pastor Glenn Dunn. Thank you for listening tonight. You have been listening to Transforming Lives, brought to you by the Biblical Counseling Institute of Garrettsville, Ohio. We invite you to visit our website at bci-ohio.com. That's bci-ohio.com. There you will find information about BCI, our resources, course offerings, and available materials. You may also write to the Biblical Counseling Institute, 8146 High Street, Garrettsville, Ohio, 44231. Your prayers and financial gifts for this ministry would be deeply appreciated. Thanks for listening. This program has been sponsored by the Biblical Counseling Institute of Garrettsville, Ohio.